tumbling down the aisle at a combined weight of 545 pounds, being accompanied to the pod by Mark Rob the Thought God. They are your Tag Team Champions, B Hyphen and Handsome Bane, the Wrestlecast, Power Hour. What's that? Welcome back to Razzlecast Power Hour. Welcome back to Dark Matches. We are still on summer break. And so here in this episode, you get more clips that did not make the episode proper. So I never know when I'm going to pull out of these things, honestly. I just know that they're gold. I saved them for a reason. And that's what you're here for. Appreciate each and every one of y'all checked out our Sasha Banks and Naomi episode uh, we discussed it and we may be getting together a few more times in the off season before we come back for season 3 just to liven things up just want to make sure y'all are aware of that and everything get well to my guy CM Punk congratulations to my guy CM Punk once again AEW world champion baby sorry cat uh, can't wait till you get back healthy get that foot looked at and surgically repaired get back in that ring super excited about that WWE Give Sasha and Naomi what they want before y'all lose a lot of money and fans, all of that. Shout out to my guy, Handsome Bane. Get well soon, sir. The Covis got a hold of him. The Panini is not over, y'all. Stay safe out there. Mark Rob, you're awesome. Just wanted to say that. Real quick, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, leave a review. I'd love to read it on the show because you know we'll probably tear it apart. And then also, if you listen on Spotify, give us five stars there after you've listened to a whole episode, because it just lets more people know about the best wrestling podcast there is, period, point blank, period, all that. I hit my microphone, my bad. Without further ado, here's more Dark Matches. That's not what I want! We used to have a character called Shine Spear. <laughs> and, and we would we would recite the lyrics from Bad Boys, but like as Kenneth Branagh in uh, Hamlet and shit. That's deep. Verily, tell them to, verily say unto me who would fuck with us. Ashes, <laughs> to ashes, dust to dust. I bang and let your fucking brains hang, snitches. Snitches. Because <laughs> you know, like if you ever if you ever watched um. Kenneth Branagh do any Shakespeare, the nigga be like, like, uh, savoring every word that he's like. like he nigga gen- genuinely loves performing Shakespeare. And he'd be like, all right, bro, but like, <laughs> and he'd be like closing his mouth, and, like closing his eyes and shit on everything he says. Right. Okay. To be, or verily not to be. Unless for your. No, was it um Henry the Fifth? It's Henry the something. Henry Henry the Fifth sounds right. I think it's Henry the Fifth, the one where he does the Saint Christmas Day speech. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think they yeah they they did the Saint Christmas Day speech in Tombstone too. I think Billy Zane performs it. And uh, ah, Tombstone's classic. Tombstone, I can close my eyes and watch that shit. <laughs> Those are the best kind oh, of movies. I fucking watch Tombstone whenever I want. But um, 
anyway, all that to say, he did his, he he did the one. Kenneth Branagh did the scene. Um, he did it. It was cool, but um, the, the it was like that whole big ass speech was like, okay, yeah, this is like, you know, the scene that this whole thing is supposed to hinge upon, of course. Right. But then there's one scene that he does where he um, it's when they catch the traitors. And, uh, you know, he's basically just like, yeah, so we found out some niggas was like on some traitor shit, which I think we should do with them. And they was like, yo, you got to hang them niggas, son. You got to do, you know what I mean? Whatever you got to do, you know, you, you got to do some dirty shit to these niggas, make an example out of them, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, what if I found out that the traitors was y'all? And it was like, all. Oh. It was like, <laughs> and he just says, this is the this is my favorite line in the movie. How now, gentle? It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, for, so for like a good month, I was coming in and was like, how now, nigga? Like, oh. It's Shakespearean as fuck. Yeah, nigga. How now? But there's, um, have you guys ever watched the, uh, the chiropractor? Nah. The dude, I forget his name. He's doctor or somebody. He's just these ass dude with a beard. He's like mad cool, but he does like, he's been going, he's, all the celebrities come onto his YouTube channel to get uh, stretched and get broken and cracked and all of that shit. Yeah. And um, I forget what, I don't know what his name is. I just like, you know, if, if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, yo, my man, I fucks with you heavy. But like, I don't know his name. Anyway, right. he goes to all the wrestlers, all the celebrities. So he does an interview with Kevin Nash and like Kevin Nash just is just talking, being the real looking at fuck alive. And, um, <laughs> like he, he like you know he's talking about like all of his injuries, and um because that's pretty much what you do on that show. He comes on there and he like, you know Bobby Lashley tries to lift his arms and he can't lift them past his head to like he can't put his arms like straight up from his shoulders right. like perpendicular. And the dude like comes on there and he's just like crack crunch crack crack. He's just like putting a thumb in their like most tender injuries and everything, and it's like. Then Bobby Lashley like raises his arms all the way up. <laughs> I've like, been Holy shit, I got a new lease on life. Yeah, like, um, but yeah, they like he's just like putting the thumb and everything, and like, cr- it's crazy. Um, but like the there's an interview with Kevin Nash. I think everybody would really enjoy. Because um, I, I like Kevin Nash shoot interviews anyway. Oh yeah, because he just be keeping it. A hundred, a hundred, a million. Yeah, <laughs> be keeping it a stack, and um, it, even then, like he still like he does his Mount Rushmore, and he still included Hogan and Flair, which was kind of you know. But I feel like a nigga like Nash would be like, "Oh, this is wrestling only. Those guys are dickheads." Right. But Hilarious. he's not gonna like Doctor Bo they did. Hightower. Is that him? That's him. Yep. Dang, I love that dude. Man. He got 54 man, minutes cool. with Big Kev. I'm, I'm going to throw that in the watch later. It's a really good interview, but I think most Kevin Nash interviews are good if you're not asking stupid questions. Right. Because most of the time, like, if you do, he'll be like, what? Why are you asking? He does that, like, really cool, like, grumble when he talks. That's not what I want. Have you been watching? Have you, any of y'all listened to Black Wrestling? Nah. nah, who's that? And the, well, they they have a podcast. Just like it's, it'd be like three hours long, and they just uh. like spend like a good hour just talking about people that they know personally, like 
nothing to do with wrestling. <laughs> it just be like, man, that nigga owe me ten dollars. He'd be like, dog, these niggas are still talking about things that have nothing to do with their topic. <laughs> I've been listening to this shit for an hour, bro. They're just being niggas right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sometimes, isn't that the best way, though? It was just niggas for an hour. Like, I don't, I'm, I, I don't, I skip around in there's a lot because I'm not listening to anybody for three hours. Like, but they be having. All <laughs> well, that's how I felt about so, Button's podcast, to, man. I'm not listening to anybody for three me and Kels, we used to do those marathon pods, yo. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 Bro, we would touch three hours, but we would stay on too. top. I love y'all niggas, but I ain't about to do three, three straight hours of y'all. I was like, all right, bro, we can break this shit up. <sighs> yeah, but Button used to get on my not, shit, and that was just that shit, too, man. I used to, uh, no, I remember, no, I, I listened to the, Combat Jack. I listened to the, the Gambino and uh, Kendrick Lamar on a plane. Wait, what was that? The one where, the, where y'all took over Isla Pile. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and I listened to it on the plane. Oh, so yeah. I didn't realize yeah. you were talking about us. I thought you were still talking about somebody else. I was like, Kendrick oh, no, no, Lamar no, no, no. and Gambino were on a plane? Like, what? <laughs> no, I was, <laughs> I was that's when I listened this. to that episode. Cause, yeah, because I was going out of town. Gotcha. And then that was the one that y'all put on. And then, uh, but I remember listening the first time I heard Mark Robb on Hyphen, Hyphen Nation. I was I was at work. I was like, man, this nigga is giving it up, dog. This nigga dog, like because every sec every other second it was like a shout out or like a I was shouting motherfuckers out that first episode. Yeah, that shit was ass shout out too, because I hate like niggas who be like, yeah, shout out to my baby mama, you bitch. Like that's not, <laughs> word, like, that's not what you're supposed to that's not what that that's not a shout out, nigga. Really? It's I don't not. hate that, bro. I don't I hate like obvious insincere backhanded shit when you be like yeah, shout out to the motherfucking dick sucking ass police down there. You're like, <laughs> bro, you ain't not a shout out. You just like fuck them. Like, you gotta it's like shout out as reserved for people that you want to shout out. Right. I legit shout out like six or seven people that whole episode. You that shout was nigga out, funny. bro. I was like, man, this nigga positive as fuck. I fucks with him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I like this nigga, man. I immediately followed. Like, all right, this nigga, all right. But um, try, yeah. man, I try. I I don't like when people say like "bless your heart" and they being like on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, bless your heart. Because my mom literally was like, like she when she says that, like she always meant it. So like, yeah. When I saw somebody like kind of take like what that that's supposed to mean, like that's worse than you know, when people are like, oh, you can't say goddamn. It's like. If this is an interjection, you can say whatever the fuck you want. You can shout raspberry. <laughs> like, it don't matter. Like, raspberry. <laughs> raspberry. Yeah. sticks. Like, hey, nigga, language. Like, you know, in the sense, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that could still be, like, whatever you're putting on it. But, yep. like, when you tell somebody, like, oh, I'm going to pray for you or something, like, like, come on, man. You mean that? You mean that ironic? That's not what that's <laughs> you, ain't, you don't really wish me well, do you? You think I'm dumb. <laughs> you don't wish me well. Don't say that. Like, don't don't say shit. Like, absolutely. No, <laughs> I was working with a teacher though, and um, it was like a one of the one of her. I think the girl in her class she works with all the time locked her keys in the car or something. And man, she has some like really 
and it was like a brain fart. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, like, she's not like an idiot, but like when she said it, it was like, God, you didn't think about that at all before you said it. It was, it was something like really goofy asking or whatever, but it wasn't like harm. It was just like, it just made her look kind of stupid. And uh, the teacher next to, like, the teacher that she worked with all the time, she's like, you're so crazy. <laughs> like, Damn. Damn. Oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> like, Shit. You got whoa. that going for you. Right, because she was bad as hell. But like she did she did say some like airhead shit like that was there for you could tell like that wasn't a part of her personality. Right. But she just was like not paying attention. And she was like, oh you're so pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fight her. Absolutely. You absolutely have to. Damn. That's not what I want. I just take in bloops and bleeps, nigga, and it just translates from X's and from ones and zeros to y'all. Nigga said bloops and bleeps. <laughs> hey, bro. Bloop, bloop. Niggas don't be noticing shit, bro. Like, we used to play these little games at Best Buy with, um, like, for the morning meeting. And it would be like just listening to theme music. From or um, like uh, jingles and sick, whatever, a little super recognizable shit that is designed to make your brain go, Oh, I know what that is. And like niggas just being completely oblivious to shit or like not getting it, like within the first few seconds of it coming on. Right. And just being like, Dog, you either know it or you don't. Like, <laughs> nigga, like, what are you. But... What is happening? I don't know, man. I think people are just afraid to say that they do know some shit when they know it. But Afraid to say, are you recording? I am. So you uh, said afraid when they know something, not to say that they know like it? When, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, because this nigga's out here who will just be, who will just let anything jump out of their face. <laughs> but like... <laughs> No, nah, like yeah. you ain't about to. You're not about to argue with like a dot. Anyway, this ain't about to be a, a back show. But um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You ain't True. about to. If a nigga has a degree, you probably ain't gonna be like. I know a little bit more. I mean, I heard some other shit though. Like you, you're probably not gonna do that. Joe Rogan ass. Nah. Stupid ass move that nigga did. I, I I do not do that kind of stuff. He sat right there with a nigga and was like. Yeah, uh, I read some uh, something else. He was like, "No, it's this." It's literally, my job <laughs> to know that. <laughs> he was like, "No, nah, it's this." He was like, "Well, let's look that up." And then he looked it up, and it was recording in progress. That the dude who knows what the fuck he's talking about said. And he was like, "Oh, that's interesting." I'm like, shut up, dog. Like, <laughs> just wrap it you're up, stupid. hang it up, nigga. Like, you're not even stupid. You just don't know fucking microbiology, nigga. Like, that's Most not an don't. easy thing. <laughs> Most people don't know that shit. Right. It's kind of tough from what I hear. And like, Sounds tough. To talk to a nigga who really actually knows what the fuck he's talking about and be like, mm. it's like, all right, dog. All right, what, what do you, you fix? You fix the motherfucker. You tell me how I you, do you this. You tell me, goddammit. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, I just think I don't know. I I I find it a bit disingenuous for people who always just feel like they have to be devil's advocate. Devil don't just need for, no advocate. 
facts. Like literally just the sake of just doing it. Like devil don't need no fucking advocate. Never has. And like if you if you have the truth, why consider something else? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. I never I never got that and I never will get that. Well, being contrary is kind of my personality, so I don't really have nothing else to lean on. Like, if y'all want to talk about something that makes me agreeable to folks, mm, I don't know. I'm afraid of being hurt. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It all comes from fear of being hurt. One of my my oldest room, well, the the oldest roommate I've had, who I live with, like almost the longest. just for whatever reason, like we were talking about anything and he would just bring up the opposite side of it. Like mm-hmm. just just for the just to make it seem as if he was smart or smarter than everyone else. When it was like, I mean, we don't need to talk about the alternative, bro. There's a like, lot of niggas like that, bro. There's a I lot just of niggas get like it. that. Anytime a nigga put free thinker in his fucking Twitter profile, <laughs> I just zone out. Yeah. Man. Nope, we ain't doing this. Yep, ain't going down that road. Yep. Put just put science fiction writer in that motherfucker and call it a day. Nigga. That's <laughs> what you're doing. Most of the yeah, time, nigga, you are talking about some science fucking fiction. Yeah, so I I strive not to be that. Like I like it's Fantasy okay to writer. Like it, it's it's really it is okay to question stuff, but like. Every single thing you have to be combative about, like it's just not necessary, like at all. Like that's your one party trick. Yeah, that's the one thing you know how to do at a party is like. But if I say anything op- opposed to what you say, it's a lame ass trick. It's really, it's really gross. It's like you know, fear of missing out, though. You don't want to be on the wall. You got to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Anyway, that's not what I want. I have the the wrestler or adult film star list here. Um, How come I can't play this game? Because I f- too much. <laughs> um, I oh, tried to. Whoa. Okay. Well, All right. No, honestly, because you would know the wrestlers too easily. Mm. Um, the yeah, like the the generic ass endless names, the endless number of names that you can roll down an adult film star. It's just like rearranging the alphabet <laughs> like yeah. a billion skillion times. You're not wrong. But like with wrestlers, like you'll your your percentage of knowing who was a wrestler, or at least having heard of the wrestler is too high. I mean they got they got girls out here going by Instagram handles now. Like uh La, mm-hmm. La Serena sixty nine, like that that's her name. <laughs> like she's an at sign. Is she a is she a porno actress or uh, yeah, a wrestler? So, uh, she she's a porno actress. Okay, the sixty nine was I mean, gave I it away, but I said yeah, ass. No, you never know. She could be indie, or on NXT two point oh, or a Gemini. <laughs> Hilarious. That's no, good I'm shit. Six nine, I'm a Gemini. Oh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Linda, I got a great idea. We're gonna call her La Serena sixty nine because she's a Gemini. Search history for the next ideas. Oh man, whipped cream pies—that sounds (laughs) horrifying. Jesus. Whoop. 
He did it though. He did it. Okay. I'm actually surprised. Like the OnlyFans angle has not been explored in wrestling. Hmm. Hmm. What would the gimmick be? Like she just um. I don't know. Like, pro- like if you do like you remember. I guess it's probably played out, but if you do like an invasion angle to where you're just in the middle of like uh, Raw or SmackDown, all of a sudden you get like this like uh, Instagram like ad for like subscribe to this like uh, OnlyFans feed and you can watch me kick ass and show tit. Like, I don't know, something along those lines. Oh man, like just in the middle with like a, a dominatrix shit. Like cutting a promo or something, and all of a sudden, like lights that go out and the screen comes on. That shit definitely would have flown in the attitude era. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like guys that want to get their ass kicked uh, for for being like a sub, they can subscribe and they can get they can get their uh, their fantasies fulfilled. Bro, uh, oh my god, I was watching. I was watching one of the wrestlers that's actually on this list. Um, she was acting in another capacity, still wrestling. Because I, I'm just, I'm being super vague because I don't want to give anything away. Sorry, um, but she like <laughs> she distracted this dude, and like so they had been building up for weeks that like she was kind of like fucking with him, like in every sense of the word. Like, they was playing these little mind games, acting like they liked each other, pressing up close to each other and not talking and shit. And then finally, this past week, they finally paid it off by having a dude fall out the ring, fall in front of her. She, like, um, kind of, like, ignored her boss or whatever and stared the dude all in the face and was, like, getting, like, real close and real cozy. And then she, like touched his chest and was like, yeah, go get him. And then, like, dude turned around. And she kicked this nigga so hard in the balls from the back. Oh, <laughs> oh man. She kicked that nigga so hard in the gooch, dog. Like, That's wrong. That... That's so wrong, man. And, and it's like, what, it was like the one thing from NXT 2.0 so far that I thought was brilliantly done that they're obviously going to fuck up in, you know, the next show, but hmm. she kicked this nigga in the taint, bro. And that <laughs> she, nice. le- she legit kicked that nigga in his dick ass and balls. <laughs> nice. No, thank Hello, this is former president Barack Obama, the greatest president of your lifetime. I want to take some time out of my busy schedule of doing nothing to tell you about Hyphen Podcast. Now, Kellen, while he hasn't always agreed with my policies, I still like the son of a And while I can't make you vote or listen to every podcast, please listen to Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Take it from me, I kill Ben Laden's Trust my taste in podcast. Hyphen Nation. Featuring Kellen Conley and semi-regular co-host Marcus Sean Mallet Robinson. You know, Kellen Pods, Marcus Wright. It's a better tandem than the 96 Chicago Bulls. And I know, I killed Ben Laden. And Kanye... Kanye was so jack. But, for Michelle and the girls, all love to Hyphen Nation and the Hyphen Podcast group. And keep bringing your daughter on. She's beautiful. And I know... 
well, you know. Hey, with that, he dropped like a sack of potatoes, bro. It was like, oh, that's legit. That, that's that's a shoot. That's a shoot ball shot, man. <laughs> shoot balls. I mean, she shot them balls all right. Mm-hmm. That's that a shoot ball shot, brother. Facts. No, man, you're going to drop like a sack of wet stones, man. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So, well so great. Um, that is hard body karate. Mm, Tell you what. Literally. That's not what I want. Um, well, give me an example. A wrestling's rabbit hole. <laughs> the wrestler's rabbit hole. That's good shit. Yeah, it, can, it sounds so, sexual too. So yeah, it's fine. So like, what's like, what's an example? So you think a guy's gonna get tombstone, but he's really gonna like fist a guy? Well, like, you mean sure, something? sure. So, it's like, no. well, here's. I mean, I'll, I'll give you one. This is the rap, the wrestling round of uh, rabbit hole. Um, it it is believed. This is kind of like one of the theories and one of the little conspiracies or whatever. It's believed that Shawn Michaels can't only came back to wrestle because his Lloyd's of London contract thing like ran out. And like he was, you know, he was saying like he was the first time he retired, the one after um, WrestleMania 14, he had the super bad back. He had like mad vertebrae infused, right? Uh, fused together. So it was like. You know that sounds like a good enough reason for anybody to quit, but it was it's believed he you know only came back because he was like the money was you know he wasn't making enough money or whatever. It was like when Lloyd's of London he was telling them like I can't wrestle and they was like yeah we're not paying you. He was like well I guess I can wrestle you know and it was like <laughs> right. I mean yeah which is you know you got to do what you got to do. Obviously I'm not faulting the man for that. And you know it's it's incredibly like harsh what you do to your body doing this. And if your body is already all fucked up, you know, like I don't blame anybody for not trying to jump back into that world and kind of being forced to. But like it was kind of like this scandalous thing where it was like that fucking gold bricker could have been working the whole time, and it's like, what if you don't want to? You know? Or the people who say that the Montreal Screw job was actually uh, completely planned out, like start to finish, that that would that would definitely fall in line with that. I'm um, I'm sorry, guys. I I really misinterpreted what Cullen's theory was because I interpreted it as you're watching a wrestling match and then all of a sudden, so there's a guy on the top rope and he's about to jump. And then I interpreted what Kellen was saying is that before he takes his leap, I'm envisioning him taking the leap, but then him catastrophically missing and landing on Jim Ross, and then a ride <laughs> ensuing, and then all hell breaking loose. So I interpreted that as Kellen's theme, that- but in actuality, it looks like I was insanely wrong. Maybe you're maybe you're thinking more about fantasy booking. No, I'm I'm literally oh, I where literally, somebody somebody no, fucked I, up. You say or. No, so I interpreted what Kellen said extremely literal. Mm. So when Kellen described it, he the way he was describing it was as if I'm a wrestling fan watching a match, and then in the middle of the match, instead of just watching it, I'm guessing what's going to happen next. Mm. But then something incredibly asinine, right, right, I'm right. imagining something asinine happening next, 
when in actuality it can never happen. So like if if uh D'Lo going up for a frog splash when when he jumps, for whatever reason I'm envisioning him landing on the top of his skull <laughs> and people projectile vomiting in the crowd. Wow. And then an, an entire arena projectile vomiting on each other. So that's what I thought the wrestling rabbit hole was, but in actuality, it is not that in any way, shape, or form. So, oh, um, so yeah, I'll, no. So yeah, I'll, so yeah, so I, like I said, I interpret it extremely That's some regular so. show shit you just described, yes, bro. Yes, that's some family guy so. shit. That's some shit that happened on that, regular show. That's that? pitch perfect shit. <laughs> oh, I so. hate you. I hate your guts. Yeah, you want to turn a little bit low, a little bit lower on that one, Chief. That was very yeah, loud. Yeah, that one came what's, through. What's crazy is I don't hear it at all. Yes, we we hear them loud and clear. A little too loud and clear. <laughs> You actually know the funny thing is, so maybe maybe don't fuck with the volume settings because a lot of the times on the recorded audio you can't hear it. So yeah, because if we're I, talking, I guess... it gets faded out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not. About to, I'm obviously not about to. My monitor was off on here. But you're a liar. You're a liar. So I'll I'll let Kellen actually explain the theory during the episode. So no, I mean that's it's a good guess. <laughs> pretty gnarly guess i'm not gonna lie it's very gnarly yeah, yeah no it's uh basically just kind of like big angle Ooh, what if this has happened because of this right was yeah shit nobody will ever really know except <laughs> two people <laughs> all, right. all right man y'all ready to do the shit man yep i'm ready seat of our pants ass podcast <laughs> That's not what I want. Oh man, I'm really surprised you guys heard me even say that. That was so fucking funny. Oh my god. Well, if we well, you whisper things into a microphone, like, <laughs> on a live feed. Like, All right. <laughs> Five. You forced me to do it. Okay. <sighs> Everything's bigger than Texas. Like, come on. <laughs> I was like, he's not gonna go there. I, I gave you the benefit of the doubt in my head. It was and like LeBron James. Wrong. It was like LeBron James chase down block in like 2007. Like I could not resist. Like I had to do it. I had that to nigga, do it. That nigga was a hating ass nigga at that point in time. Dog. Was man. His chase down was just like some of the, the hating shit ever. It was like look, the game ain't on the line, nigga. You gotta try this hard. <laughs> It'd be the this second quarter. Doing, that Tayshawn shit had to happen. Like, Tayshawn absolutely had to do what he did. Like, you can't write better drama than that. Like, that's the kind of shit that only happens in, like, Disney movies. Now. Oh, yeah. Like, the the, the, the Tayshawn chase down block. You don't have to do that shit in real life. Yeah, man. That, that shit was poetic, man. Fuck out of here, Reggie. Yeah, <laughs> retire with no championship, you whole-ass nigga. Nah. Damn, Reggie Miller, whole-ass nigga. Yeah, Damn. you ain't Carl you Malone take y'all asses to the ghetto, nigga. Damn, he got to go oh, with Carl Malone? Oh, no, no, no. We can't do that. We we not put the same do? boat. Nah, nah Carl Malone man. is a piece of shit. Nah. He's resting in piss. Reggie didn't do nothing, Okay, he, that, he was just trying to stand in the way That's the just title. the Pacers rivalry. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, fucking punching our punk-ass 
patrons in the head. <laughs> bro, that's another He didn't thing. even get nothing off, though. Reggie didn't fight anyone, though. No, 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 no. Of course not. No, I'm talking about... I'm, I'm just talking about the Pacers in general. They did what they had well, to do. Yeah, their, their backs yeah. were against the wall. They had to do exactly everything that they did. And yeah. <laughs> the league unfairly punished them. But, man, when Jermaine O'Neal slipped on that water, dog, that's when... That's... When I truly knew, like I've been, I've been a follower of Christ my entire life almost. That's when you knew he was real. I knew that God existed because there is no (laughs) one. We were about to witness one of the most gruesome grisly murders of all time. If he was able to plant one blow, if he'll plant that front foot, I believe that man's head would have exploded. Like, Oh man, I showed him. Like, I nuts. really was like, nah, dude. Like, it was going to be like fire. Yeah. Like, it was you know the funny video. You know, because you know <laughs> funny is like, shit. like Jermaine O'Neal, his entire career, he was basically like wallpaper. Like he didn't, like he didn't say shit to the media, like before or after the shit. And it's like when he did that the that interview with the Netflix shit, it was like, yo. Jermaine Mills, he's a he's a real nigga. Like, real nigga. yeah. Like he's like, oh shit. I I wish. Well, I actually I did like Jermaine O'Neal when he played. Yeah. But if, same. If you would have had like personality, like he probably would have been one of my favorite like players. Or whatever. I like J-O. But um, dog, if he would have connected, man. Like, if he would have connected, bro, he would be on ooh. death row. And they would have lynched his black ass. They would have had damn. to kill him because of how grisly and gruesome. That would in a public been. setting, absolutely. In a public setting, like coming at him full speed, it was like it was. It, I mean, it was too much, but that nigga wasn't supposed to be on the floor. Nah, it was. <laughs> it was enough. It was. It was a. You know how I know it was the right amount of enough because he slipped and then it like decreased the velocity and the and the the aim and everything but if he would connect it it would have been just it would have been the perfect punch it would have been the perfect punch it, man it would, we would have never talk, we would talk about no other punches like it, no, it would be exactly the punch to end all punches yeah it would have been compared to like the <laughs> like the Tyson flashes. in his prime it would have been compared to the flashes like megaton punch or whatever where mm-hmm. he like runs super fast and then punches a nigga at the same time like, <laughs> that, uh, it's so hard it's science fictiony absolutely yeah that Fantasy. shit would have been science fiction bro I really do want sports uh what, what do you call it the, the nigga sports movie. science sports science nigga. take a look at that shit Take a look at that and calculate what would have happened if he connected. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the animation of that. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been nuts, man. Knocking his head completely off. And for you kids at home who are watching, that means he did. <laughs> it's on some Mortal Kombat shit. <laughs> he, crunched, he crunched that. And he deserved it, bro. He deserved it. But there the nigga right. was... The, yeah, that Malice at the Palace video had me. I was I was pissed because I I remember watching that game live and just being like bummed out, like just being <laughs> really? bummed out about like yeah because you know we we're still you know we come off the championship. Oh yeah, that's yeah because right. y'all Fuck got drummed that. in that game. Yeah. 
and we got our asses kicked. Mm-hmm. So I was all prepared to just be like, all right, we got our asses kicked. We'll take, we'll go back to the drawing board, blah, blah, blah. These things came to play. Like they built this team to beat the Pistons, and that's what it's done. That's what it's doing. So cool. All right, now that we know, we can go ahead. We could revamp. We can reload. Oh shit. It's a full-scale war going yeah. on in the Palace of Robert Hills. I was the only one at home when that shit happened because I turned on the game. Uh, I watched the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, it's a blowout. So I was, like, fucking around the computer and stuff. And then at the end when, like, the everything started kind of blowing up, I just it just kind of escalated and escalated. And I'm like, yo, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen and nobody's fucking here. <laughs> Like what? I don't. I don't even remember. I guess I don't really don't even remember how I even knew about it because I, I knew about the game, but I didn't watch the game. And this was before like, um, this is before Twitter, before Facebook, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I think I just Twitter. It would have been, been crazy. Four years yeah. for all, any of that. Stuff. It was already crazy. But, but it was a- I think it was I think it was on this music form at the time, boxed in. And I think mm, they posted about in. it and then I and then I turned on ESPN or some shit. But like man, cause this is even before like news alerts on cell phones. Oh, like, I know, man. So we were barely doing we we only we weren't even texting like that then. So Uh no, no well no, we weren't. Oh five? Nah, yeah, I didn't oh, start texting until oh, 07. Yeah, it wasn't super big, yeah. It yeah, I didn't start texting until 07 yeah. personally. Yeah, they were still charging for text, so wasn't nobody texting like yep. that. Yeah. That, that is how Niggas I was still using T9. Money still. Niggas was still using T9 sometimes to text. T9. If you, nah, I wasn't trying to stare and figure that shit out. I wrote a fucking college report on that shit, yo. Do you still have it? Uh, I don't. I, I wish I did, yo. I'm. I probably. Well, I wrote it for like this. I wrote it for this summer school English class. Like I, I think it was English 102, or like 103 or some shit. Um, and yeah, I, I do like. A, I like showed the video and I like paused like the little black kid crying and I was like, here's this wild ass shit that happened or whatever, but. Um, but yeah, man, that shit was a motherfucking, that shit was fucking nuts, man. It really was. I, um, I had a folder in my, uh, Google docs called school shit, skip that. Yeah. <laughs> like all my papers and shit, but I was like, I don't need this anymore. Right. This. Fuck out of my life. I would like to return you and the degree and y'all can give me my fucking money back. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, have y'all watched uh, Abbott Elementary yet? Uh, no, I've seen Pew ads for good. it, but I've it's not good, watched. It's good, bro, but it fucks with me, dog. Because it it's too much like me. work. You're going through it. It's it's too it's too real. Yeah. Especially if you've ever worked at a school that didn't have any goddamn resources, mm. it's like it's it's tough. It's a tough watch. Um, it's funny as hell though. It's on Hulu, actually, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna check that out. It's actually pretty damn funny, but um, yeah, it's like a, so. If, so far, I've noticed the pattern that they, you know, they joke about fucking despair for like fifteen minutes, and then they get like real serious for three, and then they put a big ass joke at the end for it. So, damn, that's cool. <laughs> it, it is. It is a good show, um, but I, I had to take a break because I was like, all right, bro. yeah. 
Understandably. You're going to make me feel feelings right now. Feeling. Uh, hilarious. The, and, and then my boy, he's still, uh, he's, he's working on Call Me Cat. He gets to, uh, he gets to uh, make out with Tyler Pratt. Ah, cool. nice. Um, Never a bad thing. And his wife is gorgeous, too. We all went to high school together. Um, yeah, man, some niggas got all the luck, bro. Um, she's uh, she's she's pretty, she's she's real dope. Um, she's a really sweet person. And um, they got, the, the, I, I love that this nigga is making money, but call me cat. Yeah, fuck my MBIOLIC like meal. She trash. Even aside from that, even aside Ooh. from anything that she did, uh, my MBIOLIC like, Blossom, yo. What's I, wrong with Blossom? <laughs> uh, she's an anti-vaxxer, among other things, other problematic things that she be doing. As I said over the years, she was on a. Hold on, uh, Blossom, Blossom? I thought she was like a scientist or some shit. She is. And she's anti-vax? I, I'm pretty sure, yes. I think she was anti... I think she was uh, the old the old way of being anti-vax. Like, she didn't want to vax her kids and stuff. Was her original... I think a lot of people... That's the first time I hear people... Remember people being upset about shit she was saying. That's when, like, Big Bang blew up. Oh, I mean, Big Bang is problematic as fuck, so... Trash, mm-hmm. bro. Ah shit, big trash. Like somebody did a, a YouTube video where they take the, the laugh track out of it and it sounds like a fucking funeral, bro. Like it sounds like niggas trying poorly to keep their spirits up at a funeral. Like, <laughs> it's, it's it I remember terrible. that there was like one video clip where it was basically this is what they passed for comedy. It was just them saying random nerd shit with the live track behind it. Yeah. Like, oh, we we look at uh, Captain America and, you know, playing Dungeons and Dragons later. Like, right. and it was like, <laughs> this shit is nonsensical. Like, what are you doing? Bro, this shit is, but. Yeah, she, is... she was one of the ones that she was anti-vax for kids and stuff. I, I don't know her stance on the, the current vaccine, but I imagine it's similar. Her and oh, Royce. No, bro. I don't I, I don't care for any of her scenes on this show, bro. Like I just be I'm like, man, and show my star. man's bro. Like get get my man's in there. Get him get him and Kyler Pratt a spin off and get us off this shit, bro. Right. Hilarious. I don't have to watch this, bro. Like it's it's so bad. And like nobody if <laughs> I, I want to watch like two episodes of Cat Chinetti and just like and, and just count how many times everyone fails the Beckdale test. Like, <laughs> like no man talks like every man talks about her. Like it's like I don't it's gotta be like a reverse like Beckdale thing you can fail because it's like everybody's talking about her on the show and it's like Literally, the first episode of the second season had like the thinnest plot of any TV show I'd ever seen in my life, bro. Like, is the th- it could the only way it could have been a thinner plot is if it was in a, a bottle. <laughs> it had been like a bottle episode. I've seen bottle episodes with way more depth than than this first episode of the thing. Oh, my ex-boyfriend said he wanted to kiss me, but I have a current boyfriend and I like my current boyfriend a lot. 
I'm going to go figure out why my, you know, the, the dude I had a crush on all of a sudden wants to fuck. Right. You know, <laughs> and he's just like, within like two minutes admits that it was, he was only into her because the other guy had gotten on. Just like, oh, okay. So then I can just pick him. It was like, okay, cool. It's like, all right, well, that's the episode. And I was like, <laughs> y'all wrote this shit on a sale on like a goddamn circular paper, bro. <laughs> like, y'all, wrote this shit. y'all wrote this episode on a bar napkin. Mm-hmm. You're like, a thin ass bar napkin. Thin ass bar napkin, bro. Like, oh, all right, bro. This shit is on a cocktail napkin ass size script like and then uh you know the rest of you guys go for what you know it's like uh, wolf my boy deserves better uh, <laughs> i'm just you know my thing is i'm hoping for a spinoff for him or something because yeah. his character is actually pretty funny and it's you know i'm watching my nigga from high school do this, the shit he used to do in the classroom that niggas you know teachers was mad at him for yeah like, <laughs> now he's getting paid not getting paid to do that shit for all y'all niggas that told him to, that he need to get paid to be to act a fool, he doing it now, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell all yeah! All these teachers that said I never amount to nothing. Mickey's a theme. Oh, we didn't t- talk about the forbidden door shit at all. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I, I I'm care, not bro. that big into it. I don't care. She ain't gonna win the fucking thing. It's no. Yeah, unless a some AEW people come out, it's not gonna fucking matter. Who is shit? Mm-hmm. Is who was it? Alexa Bliss is coming back. That that they, therapy angle. They got her in fucking therapy, man. That's some bullshit. Just give just give us back just, the old Alexa, yo. Just say you don't have anything for her. Anytime y'all start tapping the therapy bag, y'all might as well, that's what I'm saying, WWE might as well, like, have a kayfabe, like... Therapist character? Therapist character. Yeah. If they're just going to go and hire new people to play, like, just just have it be somebody's gimmick. Yeah, seriously. You know what I mean? Because they they, they do, they, they go to the fucking shrink, like... Every time they don't have anything for you, like they just be like, "Bro, all right, here." You want to talk about your problems? Then I'm gonna beat them out of you. Right or yeah, whatever, you know, you can do it. You can, you just have the nigga come out there and be like, or you just have like a, a dude that's like a manager, like therapist, like niggas, like yeah, small squirrely dude. Just have it be somebody's gimmick and like at least get some cohesion going in there. But whatever, dog. Yeah, I agree. You can find B-Hyphen at B-Hyphen on Twitter and The B-Hyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. Mark Rob can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Showin Madlove. Sayonara, smelly nerds. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?